I used to be a very timid, negative thinker and people pleaser. Then my relationship with God changed all that around. Now I have this podcast called The Essence of Life, where I share with people about various aspects of life. For example, your health, finances, personal development, your relationships, and of course, your spirituality. And just how you can balance all of these things together to live the abundantly blessed and balanced life that Jesus came for you to live. John 10.10 tells us, The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I came so that you can have life and to live it to the full and to enjoy it. If you would like to know more about this podcast, please subscribe for more content on living the abundantly balanced life. Sebo, sounds good. God bless you. Hi, Essence listeners. So my prayer journal is about to be released. Definitely something to look forward to. Along with my latest book, The Essence of Life, God, Them and Me. Be sure to grab a copy on Amazon or in Antigua. And also my very first book, Walking a Two-Way Street, Examining the Both Sides of the Story Before Making a Decision is available. As I continue this journey of my writing, you can also check out my blog, netishaali.blogspot. Check it out and you can see so much more inspirational and educational content to help you live the abundantly balanced life. C'est bon? Sounds good. You started the relationship for whatever the reason was. And now you're in it. You're spending years in it. Time continues to elapse as you grow in it. However, as time goes by and differences begin to magnify, you get to a space where you realize, no, this is not what I want. This is not what I'm caught out for. I can no longer do this. Whether you're a male or a female, we all know what it feels like to get to that point in a relationship where it's time to let go, where it's time to move on, it's time to break up and it's time for you to say thank you for the experience now please exit my life in this episode i'm going to be talking about the remnants of your ex and as i was doing a little reading in preparation for this episode the holy spirit decided to swing this in two parts so while the intention was to talk to you about an ex-lover And as I know, and I've been seeing the top listened and most listened episode on this podcast right now is the one about how to move on from someone you loved. So that tells me that this is a very interesting topic. But while we may know how to move on, how do we deal with the remnants of our exes? How do we manage that? How do we make sure that the very last bit of remnant is completely wiped out of our lives? And then we have a clean slate. Let's look at the meaning of the word remnant. It is a part or quantity that is left after the greater part has been used, 
removed or destroyed. Remnant is a part or quantity that is left after the greater part has been used, removed, or destroyed. Remnant is a part or quantity that is left after the greater part has been used, removed, or destroyed. I read it three times for emphasis. It's the part that stays back on the wall after you rip out the wallpaper. It's the part that stays back on the label or the container after you rip out the biggest part of the label. It's the parts that stays back, the memories, the feelings that remain after you have exited that relationship and you have broken up from that relationship. As you know, I like to put a scriptural reference when I do each podcast episode. It is a style that I use. If I'm going to be talking, God going to have to be in there. And one of the first things that came to me was the Israelites complaining in the wilderness. So the Israelites are crying 400 years. They want deliverance. God finally sends a deliverer. And even from the very beginning of that assignment, they were complaining. So in the beginning, when they had to break up with Egypt, when they had to shift and now break up with that ex and start a new life, set off on a new path, they complained. Exodus 5 verses 1 through to 22. They began to complain. They didn't even believe when Moses came back and said, I came back to set you free. They complained to Moses that because of him and his talk of the promised land, Pharaoh had made things worse for them. So sometimes even in the beginning of the breakup, you already have that remnant still fresh. That wound is still fresh. And you now have to start thinking out to yourself, what am I going to do now that I've spent so much time with this person or that I've spent so much time in this specific lifestyle? Because those of you who decide to shift away from a life outside of God and step into a life in God, you are breaking up with your past life. You are breaking up with your worldly life. That is also the second part of the X that the Holy Spirit led me to see. So we're talking about two types of exes, the ex of the ex world, the ex in a lifestyle and the ex of a romantic relationship. That person you no longer wish to be romantically involved with anymore. 14 times it is said, 14 times the people complained. And even when I read the Old Testament a few times, I, I kept saying, why? Why do they consistently, every time something goes wrong, why do they insist on reflecting back on Egypt. Oh Moses, you left us oh over here to die. Why don't you just take us back to Egypt? Oh Moses, you brought us out here and now the Egyptians are coming and now the Red Sea is in front of us and we have nowhere to go. Why didn't you just leave us in Egypt? They keep making references back to their ex. The book that, that talks about that story is called Exodus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. They exited. It's an exodus, a movement of a people from one place to the next. But yet we continue to reflect on the remnants of our exes. We have tried our best to heal and we are even now in a new relationship. But the remnants of our exes continue to plague us. 
the little parts, the little things, the little memories that creep back in, especially when you become a child of God, even whether you're in a relationship or not. The enemy tries to bring back these things. Let's say, for example, you were dating a rich man or something like that, or a rich woman, whatever. The relationship was wealthy. And then you come into a place with your new relationship where you are facing some financial challenges. Do you know what happens? The enemy brings up the remnants of your ex and be like, well, oh, if you were with him or if you were with her, you know that wouldn't be an issue anymore. Remnants of your ex. How do you deal with the remnants of your ex? You got to fight back. The second time the people complained and said to Moses, let us alone in Exodus 14 verses 11 through to 12. That is when they were faced with what seems like an impossible situation or because you listened to your godly friends or leaders. You are placed with that. And, and I want to go back to the first one when the people were complaining in the beginning of the exit. And that's, that's when sometimes the first time you started, you know, you give your life to God. Or the first time you move away from the relationship, everybody's coming in to talk about, oh, you left. Oh, why did you do that? And, and, and this person was good. And this person was, but the whole time that you were dealing with the relationship, no one was there to see. But in the minute you exited from it, this is when all sorts of things are coming to try to tell you that you did wrong. All sorts of attacks. And it happens too when you first give your life to God. Your boss comes down on you. Your family is being used against you. The enemy frustrates you and tries to tell you, go back to Egypt. Go back to your ex. The people complained a third time about the bitter water in Exodus 15, 22. This is when you are faced with the bitterness of that change in that relationship and that lifestyle that you are living from the things of the world to the things of God, from the old relationship to a new life, a new path within yourself, finding yourself all over again. It's like asking a child to go from sugary food to eating their vegetables. We know how children are. We got to teach them to eat that from a very young age. Fourth time the people complained about being hungry. God gives them manna. God opens up the sky and he gives them manna in Exodus 16 verses 1 through 4. This is when your spiritual growth produces greater hunger. However, it's the most earthly food we are used to. God begins to feed you with heavenly food. This is when you have to start thinking about, okay, it's not all about the mushy feelings that I felt with my ex. It's not all about that diet that I had with my ex, but now I need to feed myself with something that could replenish whatever my ex and that relationship would have taken out of me all the time I invested in it. This is when you have to be able to find fresh food to fill back up yourself because you had given off so much of you. Some of you, you almost lose yourself in that relationship. But God allowed you to exit that relationship and now you must spend the time to heal. That's why the scripture says you cannot put new wine in old wine skin for it will burst. So you, you begin to replenish yourself, spend time with yourself, learn to love yourself again. If you were in the process of losing yourself, you get back to the place of finding you one more time. A fifth time the people complained about being thirsty, Exodus 17 verses 1 through 4. This is when your spiritual growth produces greater first. And God seems to allow the first and the hunger to teach us where our provisions truly come from. 
This is also when you are now in a place, let's say, for example, you loved the sex and you become thirsty for that sex. You go back to that place, the remnants of my ex. And if you don't hold strong, if you don't channel your energy and you don't bring the spirit of self-control, which is a gift from God, and you don't implement it and stick it in right there, if you don't learn how to do that and redivert your attention and your emotions into a different place that is healthier for you, you will find yourself running back to your ex remnants of your ex give yourself time give yourself time to get to the place where they are completely forgotten where they no longer have an impact where the memories may try to creep in but you can shut them out the scripture says bring every thought under the subjection and the power of christ bring every thought captive under the power of Christ. You can do that. It's going to be difficult. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 tells us that we are to demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Taking your thoughts captive simply means gaining control over what you think about yourself and your life. I know what it feels like to deal with remnants of an ex. And I know what it feels like to get to a place where it's no longer an issue. The minute an undesirable thought comes into your mind and you do not take it captive like the scripture tells us in 2 Corinthians... The enemy is opening a door and he begins to project more and more thoughts. The more you entertain it, the more he sends. And then you find yourself going in a spiral motion. And then you're in that space where you become depressed. And remnants of your ex become something even greater. It's like you reopen a wound. And then the effects of it on you is much harder and deeper than it previously was. Are you struggling with the remnants of your ex in your life? The answer is not getting a rebound relationship. The answer is taking the time to process. It's taking the time to realize, okay, out of that relationship, and it couldn't have been all bad. Out of that relationship, I have learned to accept that it has come to an end. I have learned to appreciate the time that I was able to share with this person. I was able to experience time is something that we can never get back once we spend it. And that's what makes it so valuable. I, I hope she doesn't shoot me down for saying this, but I had a sister who said sometimes she feels like she wants to take back the sex from some of them. And sometimes you feel that level of regret. Sometimes you feel that way, especially when the remnants come back, the little memories trigger you. And that, like I said, this is a two-way thing. It's also for you when you exit the world and you come on to Christ. And it's also for you when you exit a romantic relationship, dealing with the remnants. And like I would have said when I talk about getting over, dealing with someone, and also explaining soul ties. I'm explaining soul ties in episodes number 39, 40, and 41. I have three episodes on it. You can check them out. Episodes number 39, 40, and 41. If you are sure that it's not a soul tie, you know that it's not a soul tie, but these creepy little remnants try to come back, you have the power and the authority to determine what effect these remnants have on you.
If it's a playful memory, you let it be a fleeting one. It comes and it goes. But if it's consistently trying to become a part of you again, you need to address it. You need to confront it. You need to face it. 2 Corinthians 10, 7, bring that thought captive, which is you gain control over it and you say no. Especially if you are in a new relationship, you have brought yourself to a place where you have cleansed yourself from that relationship. You went to the beach, you took a nice bath, you allow yourself to cleanse spiritually and physically from that relationship. You let go of everything. You cleanse your mind of it. Do not allow the remnants of your ex to still hold you captive, especially years later. We all take a different amount of time to get over things. But remember, you have a choice on how long you want to stay dwelling on it. So I hope this episode blesses you and that you will dismiss that spirit of the Israelites who consistently complained and made reference to Egypt where God had already set them free and taken them away from. If God has delivered you from an undesirable relationship, if he has delivered you from a relationship that was not his plan for you, if God has taken you out of the world, it does not mean that your new path and your new walk away from that life is not going to be challenging and it's not going to bring you afflictions. It will. But if you stay true to God, and you allow him to give you the gift of self-control. You will not allow and tolerate the remnants of your ex, whether it's your ex-life or your ex-lover, to continue to plague you in your new path. That you will bring it under subjection and you will declare it doesn't have that power over your life anymore. You make a decision that from today, the remnants of my ex shall be no more that if it tries to creep back in, that I will dismiss it. And sometimes, thank you, Holy Spirit, it's not just by your thoughts. It's the ex that is still trying to come back. If you're sure that you're sure that this is it for this relationship, do not even allow them to do that. Don't allow them to mess with you like that. Don't allow the remnants of your ex to come back to you in any form or shape. Not them physically trying to send subtle messages that they still want you. Not even your thoughts, which is where the bigger battle is in our minds. Take it captive. Expose it for what it is. Make the decision that from today, this is not going to affect me. It will not bother me because I made up my mind that I'm going to serve Jesus. I broke up with the world. I made up my mind that I'm done with this person. I broke up with them. And now I am on a new path, on a path of growth and a path of no return. I hope this episode blesses you. And thank you so much for being patient with me. And I know that I'm going to continue producing these episodes for you if you just keep on listening. Again, if you want to know more about my podcast or you want to hear more episodes, just keep scrolling down the list or leave on your podcast app and it will choose the next one for you. Seba, sounds good. I also like to hear from you. So please ensure that you find me, whether it's on my Facebook page, Natisha Ali Grants, The Essence of Life Podcast. Or if you're listening on Spotify, you can leave me a review there. Apple Music, wherever you're listening. Tap the hearts, leave a comment, leave a review. 
those of you who are connected with me on WhatsApp, send me a message and let me know if this one blessed you. C'est bon? Sounds good. See you next time. Bye-bye.